Welcome to the Virtual Power Teams podcast, the number one podcast for working remotely and building powerful virtual teams. My name is Peter Ivanov, international keynote speaker and author of the book Virtual Power Teams, translated in six languages. Tune in every Tuesday for the very latest in virtual leadership or visit my website, peter-ivanov.com. Let me give you 10 tips on how to manage hybrid teams and enable effective hybrid work. My name is Peter Ivanov, and in this video, we will explore how to make the hybrid teams where some of the people are in the office and some of the people working from home or from other remote locations in the most effective and productive way. We've been working uh, remotely for more than a year in the COVID-19 conditions. Now, uh, companies are currently deciding on the policies for hybrid work. And a client of mine just decided that there will be 60% working from home or remotely. And the other 40%, which is like two days a week, they will have to be in the office. The challenge here is how to um, enable the home office productivity in a best possible way, but also how to make this mix of people, some of them in the office, some of them at home uh, to communicate, to collaborate and to co-create in the best possible way. In the COVID time, there were two types of people who uh, responded in a different way. The first type thrived in Corona, so they really want to work more from home and remote, and the other struggled. They can't wait to get back to the office. So the first type, according to the MBTI, Myers-Briggs personality test, these two types of people are, the first one are the introverted thinking types, and the other one is extroverted feeling type. And the introverted thinking types, these are people which being introverted, they get energy from, um, from within. Uh, whereas the extroverted, they need different people, they need different stimuli, external stimuli in order to get energy. So the, and the thinking type is the one who usually takes the logical uh, approach. You know, they have a plan, they would like to value options where the feeling are more driven by their feelings. And the introverted thinking type, they thrive in home office unless they have a lot of, you know, um, children and relatives, which make their uh, time difficult. But if they have a, a quiet place, they thrive. They could they could be more productive, not being distracted by the others. Whereas the extroverted feeling type, they need connection with their teammates. They need this external stimuli. And now in the hybrid work, we need to take care of both types. Oh. As I promised you 10 tips, let's first explore um, tips related to psychological safety. Why psychological safety? Google ran a project called Google Aristotle, and they were trying to see what are the uh, characteristics of the teams that perform best. And they have data for everything, for their teams, and as well for us as consumers, they started to research. And during the research, they, they discovered that their best performing teams they have an equal share of talking. In the meetings, the introverts kind of uh, manage to speak up, the extroverts shut up at some point in time. So they end up with equal share of uh, talking and equal contribution. And that was quite as a discovery, but that was uh, there were some exceptions. It was not 100%. So they continued to research and then they discovered the one characteristic that without any exception, all their best performing team have in common. And this is psychological safety, they called it. They introduced this term. 
Now, what psychological safety means for hybrid thieves? Now, psychological face safety would imply that people are brave enough to take risks, not being afraid that they will be laughed at, or if they fail, they will have a negative consequences for their career. They take risks and also they show their vulnerability in front of team members. They show their not so perfect side. Sometimes in social media, we show our best shiny side. Here they show um, also their vulnerable side. Now, in the hybrid team, what happens, people are sort of forced to be in the office, one day a week, two day a week, whatever the policy of the company is. And now there is certain pressure that arises. You know, there are comments like we miss uh, colleagues would come and we miss having you here in the office. We are seeing more people in the in the office these days. It would be really nice if you are around. So those uh, things may exercise some pressure on more the introverted thinking types. Um, so here we need to ensure that people can share their um, concerns about being on the office or not. In the past, in the past moment uh, model when we were working from uh, there was an office and that was the place to do work. And then everything which is not in the office, non-work, it was clearly separated. Now in the hybrid environment, in the hybrid work model, we cannot make a, such a strict uh, segregation. So topics like childcare, topics like uh, health risk comfort levels. Some people are more comfortable to go be exposed. Um, the others would be more sensitive to that or challenges facing by your spouse, by your partner, by aging parent and so on. These are things which now has to be taken into account in order the team to work and, and, um, and perform in the best possible way. Now, the first five tips are related to psychological safety, enabling the psychological safety in hybrid teams. And the very first one uh, for tip number one is set the scene as a leader, as a team leader, as a department head, have an open conversation with all team members and consider the needs of the individual, let people speak up, but also consider the need to work together and to be successful as a team, the needs of the team, of the work and the individual, kick off this discussion. Team number two, lead the way, manage by example. You know, some managers expect people to behave in a psychological safety way, so they share even mistakes and concern, but they, do it the, they don't do it themselves. Share your challenges, including at home, your situation, what are your considerations to come or not. If you open up, if you share your concerns and challenges, people would follow. Tip number three, take baby steps towards psychological safety. So reward when people share and if, uh, and if people really share, make sure it is not penalized. So tip, small step and reward behaviors around showing psychological safety. Then uh, marketed, step number four, tip number four is share positive examples. Not particular uh, details about, you know, the current situation of, uh, of the particular employee that shared, you know, his uh, home conditions, but showing how being transparent, showing everything, it would allow the team to make the right decisions and to enable and to cater for the need of the individual as well as for the need of the team. And then tip number five is be a watchdog. It is really very important to watch the comment, to watch the vocabulary, like we want to see you more, like we could really use you. Those kind of comments then don't really help. They more set pressure. So try to frame it in a positive way. 
uh, it is your role as a leader and the other who would like to enable this psychological safety. So you could say, you know, we would uh, we would miss your you know um, ideas and insights and your thoughtful perspective. We would like also to understand your constraints. So let us know how we can help. So frame it in a positive way. Now, <clears throat> let me give you one tip around um, how to communicate in a structured way in a hybrid team. Now you will probably have used to, you know, stand-ups, daily stand-ups, or ways for uh, update meetings on a regular basis. For those of them who are more agile and use Scrum and so on, they're used to this terminology. But anyway, you have to do a, a, a sort of update meetings. Now, just doing with your core team is good, but if you are like department head or organizational head or CEO, you need to enable a bigger meetings where hybrid, in a hybrid context, people can get an update and don't have a too long meetings with you know a little break so people can feel really tired. And now tools, uh, tools like Mural or Miro or Concept Board, they can help to visualize the content of the meeting and uh, make sure everyone contributes. So the secret of these meetings like Google Discover, they have an equal share of talking is not that the manager speaks most of the time, but every person on the meeting can contribute. And a smart way to do it, if you visualize and I'll I'll show on the screen, uh, for example, the mural board where you you have it. You you have a couple of uh, circles, and then you have a segments or rings for each department of the company. For you know the the sales department, the services support. You may have some uh, key elements like solution design, partnerships, and so on. Some key elements of the current uh, operating model of the company, and then people can choose. They could pick their color and put the initiatives they, they work on in this particular period that you're reporting. Perhaps, for example, you do it on a monthly basis, this departmental meeting. So they will put their projects, their activities that they take part in their color chosen. They would put it in the particular ring and they would prioritize the closer to the center, the higher priority it is. So in this way, uh, even without everybody sharing everything, people can visually consume this information and get updated. And I would encourage you then to go in the middle and just discuss the, the topics with the, prior, with, the, with the highest priority. So you categorize by department, then everyone populates using his own color, and then you just discuss in a meeting uh, the high priority items. And it is much, much, much faster so like 20 plus people I've been witnessing with a client, we finished in less than 30 minutes. And then the visual aid is key. So it's not just listening, but people can move around their, their dots. So you activate them, you engage them, and everybody can follow the picture. And before you do that, actually, very important, and this is very important for all sort of meetings that you do. Um, <clears throat> and one tip that I cannot uh, reemphasize enough is if you have a hybrid team and you hold a meeting, make it in such a way so you run it online and everyone takes part in his own with his own device, being a mobile phone, being a laptop. Because if you just have, you know, a group of people in the office using your uh, sophisticated video conferencing facilities, there is part of the discussion, part of the communication is not visible to all other team members because they could, uh, you know, get their body language cues. There may be some uh, conversations going that uh, will not be uh, visible for the other team members. So everyone, even those in the office, take part in their own device. And uh, in order to 
have a productive meeting, everything which is you know beyond 15 minutes, you would need some energizing icebreakers, brain opening exercises. And here one example, uh, pick your cat, very quick way to check in in the meeting. Again, here you see beautiful uh, cats. Uh, <laughs> a cat is a cute animal. You know, I know that people prefer dogs or no animal at all, but cat, cat served uh, very well the purpose. So you see different moods like business as usual, like need more coffee or uh, like focused or climbing the wall. So cute pictures that can uh, kind of, you could identify with one of them, put your color coded dots to the cat. And then all of a sudden people work in parallel, you co-create the ones in the office and the one working from home or other remote location you see who is everyone. So you kind of capture the feeling of everyone in this metaphoric way. Fun, joy, open up the brain, then go into the update meeting. Now, the first tips were related to psychological safety. Let us now see how can we have a more uh, productive hybrid team. Some other teams are around the, the meeting structure and, and the culture of the meeting. Now, the tip number uh, five is foster a remote first culture, a remote first, first culture, like Dropbox, for example, they went virtual first. Everything which is related to individual productivity, you have to do remote, you don't have to turn up in the office. But if you have to co-create like a team works on a product design and so on, they have instead of offices, the studios, they call them, where people go and work together. Now, to foster a remote first culture, you need to get your technology right. So you need to use tools that can allow you to work from anywhere, provided for sure you have an internet connection, but also from any device, because sometimes, you know, private device, mobile phone and so on, make sure device agnostic people can join. Also, centralize the communication in a particular platform, being whatever, you know, um, Slack, MS Teams and so on. So you don't have some messages and so on getting siloed or missed. Always include a video link, even if you hold a um, meeting in the office so everyone can join from his or her own device. Um, and then that was, you know, make sure that the remote works were well. The second, or in this case, the sixth tip is trust your employees to fulfill the expectations, trust. That's one of the uh, COVID uh, most uh, kind of uh, surprising learnings. Managers were concerned that people, when they have to work from home, they will not really work. They will watch Netflix and anything else. What turned out that people worked actually more without the supervision, without Big Brother watching you. So trust your employees. In order to do that, switch. If you haven't done so, even before COVID, you know, switch to result-based culture. Introduce the SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, and so on. So measure the results. Don't measure the time put in in the office. So you could have key performance indicators and, and SMART goals for like more leadership um, employees and people. And then you could have operational key result areas and other indicators for the rest of the time. But trust your employees and just measure their performance. Tip number um, Eight is regularly offer and also ask for feedback. Feedback is very important. Don't let them ask for feedback. I mean, that's so crucial. At least once a month, schedule in your calendar with each of your team members individual feedback. It is very important, particularly now in this hybrid context. And on this feedback, 
you know, give them the feedback, but also make sure it is balanced. You also ask for feedback. Ask them the other questions like, we've been working remotely and now hybrid for a month. How has it been going? Just ask the open question and listen what they say. Or what works well? What do you think is working well in, in the way we work? Or what challenges are you facing? So those kind of free questions uh, would help to frame that you're not just giving feedback and it is important to be there, as I said, once a month, but also listen to them. Then, very important, provide opportunities for social connection. Create an instant message channel on a particular you know, channel where people can share also friendly stuff. They could share Netflix recommendation or Amazon Prime, or they could share pet photos. Uh, they could uh, create avatars for themselves, you know, be more creative or for somebody else. So you need to have a fun channel, um, very important. Uh, reserve time at the start of the meeting also for personal check-in. That was like the tip with, you know, pick your cat, but start a bit earlier, let them share what is your personal highlight since we last met. And you would be surprised, you know, just by sharing within two minutes, no more, it puts a meeting on a completely different kind of emotional scene. Then uh, schedule a remote friendly team gatherings and activities. Working in a hybrid team, you need more like virtual content uh, contests or attending a happy hour or like having a shared uh, productivity playlist with, with some kind of productive music, focus music or energy music and so on. Let the people just give them the space and encourage and praise them a little bit. The first contributors, you'll be amazed what happened. And also set up a standing video conference where people can just easily jump in and have lunch or coffee together. Very simple, have this, you know, coffee, coffee lounge, which works constantly. People just jump in and, and uh, socialize with the people which are there. You kind of simulate the coffee machine experience in this case. Now, the 10th tip is around um, the infrastructure, your office location. You know, some people, particularly I work with a lot of people in the outsourcing industry, they had huge offices, which now, you know, just 10% or 20% of the people turn up there. Now, Google invested, again, Google invested a lot in their new futuristic uh, offices for hybrid works. And they call the location, the hotspot, they call them team pots. And one of the things, they're very flexible. So they uh, do it in such a flexible way. So you can just, they're on wheels. You could wheel in, you know, the walls. You could wheel in the chairs. You could wheel in the whiteboards or anything you need and just have a productive meeting. And in these team pods, you have in a circle people standing, you have the seats of the participants being in the office as on the picture shown, but you also have, you know, the big screens where the other team members who work from home or other remote location, they just turn up. So you could have on an equal foot, the members of the team which are there, but also the remote team members. They also, uh, invested using smart their space in the outdoor workspaces. So they put this kind of uh, tents in a very good way. So people, when they get fed up being in the office, you could just go next to the office in the outdoor space, have a comfortable chair, have a conversation with your colleagues and continue working for sure with a good wide work, uh, good internet connection. Also they, as a technology companies, they have a privacy robots. When, if you see, you need privacy and you could also trigger it yourself. They are like robots who would pull uh, like a balloon wall. So it will be like arm. And if you uh, search, you will see there are many videos on that. 
an arm will just stretch and will uh, inflate a balloon wall. So you would have privacy, will not be seen, and you will have some audio privacy to your colleagues. So the walls, the you know, in the past it was quite rigid and, and the rooms and so on. Now we're gaining a very flexible way where even the, the, the walls could be driven by robots and artificial intelligence. Everything is adjustable. You know, the height of your desk, the temperature, you know, if you invest in the proper air conditioning, the airflow is, the, is, is adjustable. So with a card, with a digital card where you just identify now I work today on this desk, it could make for you the right height, you know, the screens, the desk, the airflow and so on. For sure, requires some investment and Google have been always leading the way with kind of pleasing their employees, but all this flexibility pays back. And also uh, you, you will need to have corners uh, for like focused works, which are, you know, isolated. So you are not disturbed by other noises and so on. But now having less people, you can de densify your office space. You will have more space to put plants, you know, to use additional furniture and enable this island for focused works. So ultimately, a quote from Google, people want flexibility and autonomy. And the more Google takes that away with the more rigid hybrid work policies, the harder it will be. Therefore, they kind of uh, put and bet it on flexibility, invested in a flexible work structure in this flexible team pods, so hybrid teams can work together. Now, in the end, I will uh, finish. We had the 10 tips, so let me give you some do's and don'ts in a hybrid work and managing hybrid teams. Three do's. First, be clear on the priorities and the objectives. It is important for local teams, even more for hybrid teams. So people know one, two, three, what are the top priorities so they could prioritize their work, even being from home. This is our top priority for the week, for the day. It is very clear to visualize it and to be clear for everyone. Be inclusive. Inclusive, as we said, even for the meetings held in the office, send the video link and ask people to take part from their own device. Unless you have the team pod from Google where you have the infrastructure, so they really, you see people next to each other, the big screen, the person, big screen, and so on. And then reflect on your biases. You know, ask yourself, are the people in my team really have given a proper chance, you know, to work uh, in a hybrid team? So they have a proper food, the, the ones working from home and uh, the other working in the office. And as I said, ask for feedback and provide feedback. Don't let people ask for the meeting, schedule it in advance. What you don't have to do, don't be rigid. Don't be rigid. As also Google discovered, the future is unpredictable so everyone needs to be flexible. Uh, try to be as flexible as you can in your office setup, but also try to be flexible and provide people the space so they could share uh, in this psychological safety way. The other don't, don't ignore the stress from your team. Be empathic, help, help people uh, to prioritize and to see what's important. And the last one, don't forget about the fun. Fun is very important. As I said, have this you know, channel with a constant uh, 
kind of video video meeting for for lunches and for coffee look for ways to enjoy connecting with other people remember the pick your cat exercise uh, remember the avatar creating an avatar for you and the other team members the playlist for productivity and so on there is so much fun if you just enable the channels and promote them and reward and praise the first um, adopters and users you will see you will get momentum and people will go for it so those were the 10 tips for um, managing hybrid works and uh, enabling um, hybrid teams. Hope it was useful. Um, if, you, if you'd like to, to learn more, uh, get in contact with me, subscribe to the channel or drop me an email on the info at peter-ivanov.com. Otherwise, I wish you um, a lot of fun and great results in managing your virtual, remote, or hybrid teams. Big virtual power hack from me, Peter Ivanov, and I see you next time.